0: got in there you said what george George. carl yeah yeah george carl yeah chopper suit convos uh right now is the hall of fame basketball uh hall of fame inductions going on you know uh later today or what have you tim hardaway senior george carl manu ginobili uh who else is in there uh there's a few
1: Some ladies.
0: (laughs) Not enough to know their names, though, right? Lindsey Whalen's one of them. I know that. And um, I think Swin Cash is the other one, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Looks like Cincinnati Bearcats dude is in there.
0: Yeah, Bob Huggins. Yeah, he's one as well. Salute. Yeah, do you ever watch that growing up? Did you ever care about the Basketball Hall of Fame?
1: Hell no. No. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Sue Bird is that Sue Bird she's just retired she'll get in though but she's not in yet uh, and then some other white man who looks like uh, Leslie Nilsson
0: oh lord
1: I don't know or Harris
0: yeah okay yeah this Swin Cash yeah she's in the Hall of Fame now salute to her
1: who's the black lady huh who's the black lady Swin Cash nigga oh uh, our last name's Cash. That's cool.
0: Yeah, shout
1: out to capitalism. Chopper style. Chop, chop, chopper style. Chopper style. We need, oh. that for in- we need to get that for our intro.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. But hey, speaking of intro, the first game of the NFL season was on Thursday. And the Buffalo Bills flew flame the LA Rams 31-10. Uh, break down the game. I know you're excited. Football season's back. How did you feel about the game?
1: Well, you know, I was watching the game. You know, I was functioning with it. You know what I mean? My state of mind was in a very velvet state of mind. You know what I mean? Very smooth watching the game. But to break it down, basically, the Rams are what I've always thought they were. I don't know how they won a Super Bowl last year. You know, I've always been a Rams hater. And, you know, I'm not the biggest... Um, What's their coach name again? Forgot his name. That's how you know I don't really... You know, Sean McVay, the people love him. They think he's all that. I don't think he's trash or nothing like that, but he's not all that to me. But um, the Rams defense is cool. They have a great defense, but they went against the X factor, Josh Allen. Um, I say the Rams, you know, they have a very critical running issue, and they need to get Kareem Hunt over there immediately because they don't have any type of running game. And then also Cooper Cup still balled out, even though all the – um attention is on him he still did his thing but they need one more person that's supposed to be Allen robinson but we'll see how that works out but basically i'll just say um josh allen was the x factor von miller is the defensive x factor um that helps the uh bills already pretty good defense and the bills were able to run a little bit and they have more than one receiver that can do some work and um Yeah, you know, but I think the Rams are going to be good. You know, they just went against Josh Allen, getting the ball out really fast. A lot of quarterbacks won't be able to do what Josh Allen did. So Aaron Donald's definitely going to be flu-flamming a lot of quarterbacks this year. And they got Bobby Wagner. That's cheating.
0: Yeah, but they still got skunked. But the difference is, you said, how did the Rams win the Super Bowl last year? Von Miller. That's the X factor. You told me yourself that when the Broncos won the Super Bowl over the Panthers that they had a historically great defense. Out of that defense, how many of them do you think will go in the Hall of Fame?
1: Out of the Denver Broncos defense?
0: Yeah, out of that historic defense, how many of them do you think will get in?
1: I don't remember a lot of them. I only remember Von Miller.
0: Yeah, thank you. That's that's my point. He's the only automatic Hall of Famer on that defense. And then you see... He went to the Rams. You said to yourself, they've always been ugly. And yeah, earlier in the season, they struggled. Then they got Odell as a, you know, free agent. And then they traded for Von Miller. And that presence of having Aaron Donald, who is unstoppable, of course, arguably the greatest defensive player ever. But if you also have someone like Von Miller, who is an all-time great pass rusher in his own right, he helped take some of the pressure, like I think in the Super Bowl, He had two sacks himself. Like, he was blacking out. And you look, in that game, on Thursday, he had two sacks. You're right. Matt Stafford was under pressure. They don't have a run game to help him out. Allen Robinson was a ghost. There was a lot of jokes about Matt Stafford not wanting to throw that was black receivers. I don't know. I heard about that. Hey, babe, Megatron saved his life a lot of times. So I don't know about that. But, uh, you know, I think it's just... That defense did well. Um, What's his name? Tre'Davious White. He's a nice corner. He's among the best corners in the league. A lot of people don't mention him, but he does his thing. Mm -hmm. And I like Micah Hyde, the safety. They got a nice squad. But the difference, I think, is like you mentioned, the Bills' running backs. And the interesting is, the interesting thing is, Devin Singletary is good. But Josh Allen still be leading the team in rushing. He's like a Lamar Cam Newton, but people don't mention it because he throws so well.
1: He better chill out before he really ends up like Cam Newton. I know he's big, but you ain't invincible, buddy.
0: Yeah, well, he the hope is that because he's a better throw of the ball, that maybe as he ages, he'll realize he doesn't have to run as much like Steve Young did and randall cunningham and then you can you know have a longer career so that's the hope but yeah he's a special player um and, and i've called
1: that too early too. josh allen i don't know why people were hating on josh allen people act like he's like people literally thought he sucked
0: he did stink he was historically ugly and the one thing that when everybody will say huh when i think let me look up his numbers he, he was historically ugly ugly Yes, in a playoff game, the one joint when he was against the Texans. Oh my God, that nigga was poo. Let me see, but he's been balling since his rookie year. His numbers
1: aren't f- that bad. He threw a few picks more than touchdowns, but that's not that. But
0: bad. nah, but that's the thing though. In NFL history, you've never seen someone's core, uh, completion percentage in two years go from fifty-two to sixty-nine percent. Nobody could see that coming. That's we went what they went from
1: 52 okay. to 58. No,
0: but I'm saying, that's why I said in a two-year span, that's the difference. That's what they always say about quarterbacks historically is that, A, you can't improve accuracy. It's hard to improve accuracy. One quarter, if a quarterback is always inaccurate, they're always going to struggle with turnovers and whoop-de-whoop. And he still, he throws Haven't a Haven't we realized
1: picks, all that shit but is that's, bullshit?
0: Yeah, no, it's not that it's bullshit. It's just that, the game has advanced so much that the technology, the way you develop players, everything has changed that it's, you shouldn't even worry about the old standards because it's a new sport. It's not the same football anymore. Mm. You've said it yourself with how, a hey, you can't even be as physical anymore. The running game is almost obsolete unless you have a superstar like a Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. Most people want would pr- rather have someone like Kamara uh c-mac that hey you can run the ball but we want you to catch it more, Austin they want Eckler. more yeah they want more marshall falk type boys mm-hmm. they don't want the pure running back anymore so the games change the same way wide wide receiver used to be the uh position that it took them the longest to develop now it's the easiest to develop so everything changes but that's the thing josh allen you know how it is, small school. They say, oh, he's got all the gifts. A lot of people, you know, I wasn't watching football back then, but reading back, I read that he was even in contention for the number one pick because that draft was tricky. They, a lot of people didn't trust uh, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. They were fighting for the number one spot and people were like, nah, I don't know, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, he's, they have the highest upside out of the quarterbacks. And Buffalo took Josh Allen and it's worked out. He looks like a baller.
1: Yeah, he does look like a baller and I'm happy. I I like Buffalo. I like their squad. I like their jerseys. I just fuck with them. Now
0: explain to people why uh, Mm -hmm. your man Josh, uh, not Josh, Jalen Ramsey isn't cooked and why that perfect quarterback rating against him doesn't mean anything. Break down the signs.
1: Well, first of all, you said that Twitter said that he needs to be gay again.
0: Yeah, they said he needs to become gay again so he can get his, (laughs) you know, his power back of being a great (laughs) cornerback. And now that he's been trying to be regular, he (laughs) lost his sauce.
1: Do people think that he's putting on a front?
0: Yeah, and a lot of people, I saw one tweet that went viral. It was one guy's quote retweeted Jalen <laughs> Ramsey put out a bible scripture and he said whoa this guy done turned into a reverend he lost all his swag
1: he's delivered so people because of that one locker room video about Steve Smith people think that there's no way he can just n- not talk like that anymore
0: yeah they like it just like the quarterback say hey, how did you change your voice so much you've been talking like that for over 10 years now you got a new voice I mean but Kanye it still West sounds did a little it. bit. It sounds Kanye a little, has a white man voice now, so I guess you can change your voice. I mean, when you, you listen to Jalen,
1: when you listen to him talk, he still has a, a little bit of that in there. I just think he was just um turned more turned up and younger. He's just more of a grown man now. And he probably just you know I don't think he's putting on the front. He's still a little you know what what people would call feminine a little bit or spicy. But people want him, people want everyone to be gay. They used to call Odell Beckham gay. I mean he did dance certain ways and stuff but <laughs>
0: talk but about anyways, it football man get
1: out of but, here but anyways um yeah Jalen Ramsey dog like before that 50 something like Stefan Diggs had 8 catches for 122 yards no touch and and um a touchdown before that 50 yarder he had 7 catches and like 70 something 67 yards so, and that was on Jalen Ramsey's. So, and when Jalen Ramsey, when he, when Stefan Diggs did score his touchdown, it was Jalen Ramsey was in zone and the safeties and him weren't on the same page. So, it was broken coverage. So, to me, for him to hold Stefan Diggs to seven catches, 60 something yards before a broken defensive play doesn't mean that you're cooked. So, I don't understand why they're, you're going to have to explain to me. How Jalen Ramsey himself on an eleven-man defense allowed a perfect passer rating when Josh Allen completed twenty-five passes?
0: Yeah, because you said it yourself before the one explosive place, How many catches did he get on them? Seven. So but for yeah, sixty
1: for sixty yeah, yards. But
0: completion. But per passer rating is that I complete the pass, not how many yards did I get. So every time I threw it on you, I got a reception. That's what it is. That's why people are like, "Hey, well, I thought shutdown corners are supposed to minimize." Yeah, your the yardage is great, but he's still catching everything. Yeah,
1: because but out of twenty five, they're
0: used to hearing the Revis. I, yeah, of course, because not every throw Josh Allen threw was to Jalen Ramsey. We know that, but eight of them were. You heard, you said, and they were all completed. So that's why it's a perfect passer rating on his head. Top
1: no, because actually he he threw um stefan diggs was targeted nine times completed eight and this is stefan diggs we're talking about dog like like yeah he's not
0: a top five wide receiver to you we have the top 10 wide receiver that's good yeah that's what i'm saying people are used to the old days of hey maybe people just have to say hey he's not as good as darrell revis or whoop -whoop, but he's still an all-time great you can so, say you that know, pe- people always want to compare, so that's all it is.
1: You can say that I want to see Darrell Reeves playing today's NFL. I don't think Darrell Reeves is all that. You played for the fucking Jets, you didn't do anything, you have no memorable moments in your career. Like, there's nothing that I remember about Darrell Reeves, period. You didn't play no championship, you're not better than Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson he, got he scored. won a
0: Super Bowl with the Patriots. I don't remember that. (laughs) Yeah, uh, maybe you didn't watch football that year, but yeah, he has a Super Bowl. Dang, he got a Super Bowl? (laughs) Yeah, and he was the best player on the team that went back-to-back AFC AFC Championship. AFC championships. Yeah, I respect respect that. that. I respect that. That's the final four, and my quarterback was Mark Sanchez. He shit. When I finally got a real quarterback, I won the Super Bowl. (laughs) So, I respect it.
1: I've seen Charles Woodson get burnt a few times when he was a Raider. It happens.
0: Yeah, and then... Then they let him go and he had his best career as a safety. So he switch it up.
1: And this is how people need to understand today's NFL. You got to understand that wide receivers today are Kyrie Irving's on the field. Nobody can stop Kyrie Irving. You can slow him down a little bit, but if you had to guard Kyrie Irving all day, he's going to get buckets on you. He's probably going to cross you a little bit. So, for cornerbacks versus wide receiver play that just imagine it as if like you can't really stop James Harden, you can't stop LeBron James, you can't stop um Devin Booker, you can't stop Giannis. You can't stop great scorers in the NBA. You can still beat them in a game, but they're still going to get buckets. They're still going to score. That's what it's like with today's wide receivers. Today's wide receivers are very talented. They have more skill sets and they liter- literally literally when they break down their games and their route running, how they, um, how they start their routes, a lot of people compare it to basketball nowadays. They literally play basketball against these cornerbacks. So people need to understand, you're not about to fucking shut nothing down in today's NFL. There's probably going to be a corner that can do it. It's like another Revis that can come around, but that's like, you know what I mean? That's a, an anomaly. But I will say people aren't scared of Jalen Ramsey like that. They do go at his head top. Yeah, I don't want to he hear about that Revis ancient bullshit cuz he played in, in in an older NFL. Like I don't bring that nigga up to me. I can't stand people bring up Revis. Like I don't want to hear that shit. Fucking Darrell Revis on the Jets. Yeah. Nigga didn't do anything.
0: Darrell Revis made 4 Pro Bowls and uh 4 7 Pro Bowl or 4 Four-time first-team All-Pro, seven Pro Bowls.
1: Don't care, don't
0: The one Super Bowl.
1: Niggas want to bring up Darrell Reeves. like, fuck.
0: Yeah, his last All-Pro was in 2014 with the Patriots. I think that's when they won the Super Bowl or something. And then he went back to the Jets, got a Pro Bowl again, and then he retired young at 32.
1: Damn. He should still be playing, Conda. Kind of.
0: Nah, he's thirty-seven now. He's relaxed.
1: Well, he probably would have retired like two years ago.
0: So that means he'll go to the Hall of Fame next year, probably first ballot.
1: Yeah, yeah, very easily. I mean, yeah. I, Darrell Revis is a great player. I just wish he didn't play for the Jets.
0: Yeah, all right. That's I mean, they call season. him
1: Revis Island for a reason. I'm not gonna talk, but it's just annoying. Like, why are you gonna bring up literally one of the top five against somebody like? Like, just enjoy, learn to, like, watch the game without bringing up. That's like saying, like, if Devin Booker has a bad game, like, Michael Jordan didn't do this. Like, Michael Jordan didn't do that. Like, what the fuck are you bringing up Michael Jordan for? Like, but
0: this- that, did have it, that did happen to Devin Booker. They were calling people like Stephen A. Smith was calling Devin Booker the next Kobe Bryant. That he flopped it. They said that they ain't no Kobe. Now niggas don't rate him as much anymore. Well, that I'm literally saying. happened. <laughs> Nobody called
1: Jalen Ramsey. Nobody called Jalen Ramsey to <sighs> Deion Sanders. And Jalen Ramsey helped take the whack-ass Jags team to an AFC championship. Yeah,
0: exactly. I respect him. You don't respect uh, Darrell Reeves.
1: I do respect Darrell Revis. Just stop bringing him up. Like, it's just...
0: Whoa, just if you get jammed that. up, don't mention his name.
1: Yeah. Basically.
0: So uh, (laughs) Jalen Ramsey has made three first-team All-Pros and five Pro Bowls. So, yeah, he's right there.
1: All I'm saying is Jalen Ramsey is not cooked. Like, that's just dramatic. You can say that he's getting challenged and people aren't scared of him. Yeah, people are.
0: Yeah, that's all. And he's going, like you said, he's going against good people. And, yeah, they're going to have a big play on him. That's what's been happening. A big play happened to him against the Bills. A big a touchdown, a big play touchdown happened at on him, him and the Super Bowl, T. Higgins. And then it happened again, I think, in the NFC. Or no, not the NFC. I think it happened against the uh, Bucks when Mike Evans. Like, he talked about it even on the Pivot. That was a cool interview that yeah. he was talking about. Yeah, he's been getting cooked, but hey, it happens. That's the game.
1: It's like so a shot
0: yeah, so he's not acting like, oh, yeah, I'm invincible. Hey, it happens.
1: And he's not Darrell Reeves. Like, you know what I mean? He's not as yeah, good. Yeah, he's not an island. He's, no, he's not as good. Nobody's Darrell Revis. Nobody's Champ Bailey. You know what I mean? Those are like the kind of two I think of. I kind of think Champ might be a little better than, well, I can't say he's better than Charles Woodson now, but for a time, I feel like he was more of like a lockdown longer than Charles Woodson was.
0: I mean, yeah, Charles Woodson had to, you know, become a safety, but he was still nice. I mean, uh, Charles Woodson won a Defensive Player of the Year award, you know.
1: I love Charles Woodson. I like him more than Champ Bailey. I just think Champ Bailey was more of like a Revis Island where you might not even hear about him for three years because nobody's even passing on him. Yeah.
0: Champ Bailey. I mean, not Champ Bailey. Charles Woodson led the NFL in picks twice. That's impressive.
1: Charles, Charles Woodson shows. Yeah.
0: But that also showed, yeah, they were challenging him, they were bothering him,
1: because yeah. they
0: thought, yeah, he was,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember one time he, when I was a kid, we was at the ESPN Zone in Baltimore, and I remember he got burned, and then like on the next possession, he picked it off and ran that shit back, and I remember my friend's dad was like, yeah, he made up for it, he made up for it. See that? See that's what because this was like when I first started playing football, and he's like, yeah. see that right there, like he was like trying to teach me shit through Charles Woodson, but. I remember as a Raider, he got smoked. And then like the next joint, he picked that shit off and ran it back. So he get he used to get smoked every now and then.
0: Yeah, he was like the best cover corner for a time, like maybe ninety nine 01. Then Champ Bailey picked it up and then uh, probably went back to Charles Woodson for a little bit when he went to the Packers and got the stimulus package. And then Revis Island.
1: Hold on, who was? No, wait a minute. Who was after Champ Bailey? I can't think of any shutdown corners.
0: I mean, D'Angelo Hall tried to
1: look. Oh at yeah, him. he was. He was for a second.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess depends. Would you say Ty Law was?
1: Ty Law was really good. I um, think they let
0: him in the Hall of Fame.
1: Who's the little nigga that used to get on everybody's nerves? Used to get on Andre Johnson's nerves. The little uh, light skinned dude on the Titans.
0: Corlin Finnegan, what the hell?
1: And I'm just saying he was. He was all right. He was a. He was a good corner. If you're going to mention Ty Law, I can mention Court Huh? It's Ty
0: true. Law's in the Hall of Fame. We're talking about Hall of Fame level niggas. Show me English. his
1: numbers. I, Ty Law, I remember he was good, but I never really, like, he. I just didn't look at him like Charles. Five-time
0: Wilson. Pro Bowl, two-time first-team All-Pro, led the league in picks once with the Jets. He got 10. Oh, yeah. Actually led the league in picks before twice in 1998 and in 2005. That's longevity.
1: Oh yeah, um Ronde. Was he a zone dude?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they played cover too, but he was on man, right? Or was he in zone? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he led the league in picks before. I respected Three three first team all pros. He's another hall. Oh, he's not in the hall of fame seat. They hate on him. Why?
1: Because they probably care about Derrick Brooks.
0: Yeah, they let Derek Brooks and Warren Sapp in, but that's what I'm saying. Great defenses should have more than one at least they should have like three
1: Corlin Finnegan's only one time all pro yeah
0: that's what's up I'm surprised he even made all pro that's nice good yeah he,
1: he was good he was good D'Angelo Hall was a beast though. I think his rookie year I think he got like two or three picks in one game I remember that I thought he was about to be the next dude and then
0: <laughs>
1: Stuff just happened.
0: It ended up becoming a Washington Redskins legend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was dope because him and Vic were both from Virginia, both went to Virginia Tech, and they were both from yeah, the and both, they they both got out
0: of there. Yeah, both got out of there fast.
1: Oh, he doesn't even have an all-pro.
0: No, he wasn't on that level.
1: Damn, It was just
0: cool. We just liked him because he played at Virginia Tech. We thought he was nicer. That's it.
1: No, he was nice his rookie mm, year. Man.
0: He was fast. Yeah, his rookie year he got two picks.
1: Whoa!
0: That's maybe i talking about the next year, yeah, when he, got- he, when he made his pro first Pro Bowl. Damn! <laughs> you thought he was something?
1: The vision is history.
0: <laughs> yeah, confusion. <sighs> That's whoa! That made you. Sigh. Well, speaking of sign and people, whoa! Even Pac Man, you see, he was better. He made one first team All Pro.
1: Yeah, been, I thought he was kind of that might
0: have been as a return man or something might have been something illegal you know him
1: oh yeah Delta O'Neill. I remember him mm-hmm. machine Rashawn Mathis mm-hmm. one of the dread legends
0: shout out Sam Madison if we just name it niggas and Patrick Sertan senior I used to like the Miami Dolphins defense
1: Dre Bly was pretty good
0: yeah he was cool
1: Sam Madison oh yeah what about uh the dude on um, McAllister um, for Chris
0: the McAllister
1: for the Ravens.
0: Yeah, he was good.
1: And Asante Samuel, of course.
0: Yeah. Shout out to. Oh yeah, fans. Nambi was all the right. next. All right, na- yeah, hold on. Nambi,
1: right. Nambi was the next one after like championing. Then he went away fast?
0: It did. It wasn't real though. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't real. It was. I think that he was a zone boy too. He was that's what i'm saying (laughs) it
1: wasn't real
0: (laughs) that's why people be looking at richard sherman like hey he was great he was see he like on his defense he's gonna get in the hall of fame bobby wagner and yeah maybe that's it or uh yeah that's it Cam chancellor probably oh no my bad earl thomas should get in but you know he ended his career like a nasty boy
1: and he got turned around by Derek.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he, he is a Hall of Famer, but I don't know if they're going to be mad at him for misbehaving. Yeah, I don't really
1: understand his greatness either. Like, y'all thought he was, like, really great, and I just was like, he I don't great.
0: know who y'all is because his career, I missed it. Yeah, I
1: just yeah, 2010
0: to 2019, yeah, I didn't see him that much. I just, I just thought, like,
1: he all right, you know.
0: He has seven Pro Bowls and three First team all pros
1: and a weak time for safeties.
0: Yeah, well, hey, you can't really call it a weak time for safeties when the rules change and eliminated what the safety was. Hey, so it's not, girl, it's not Ed,
1: Reed, Ed Reed. didn't hit people that much, but he was the yeah, he, was he used great. to hit
0: though. He used to hit though. <laughs> That's the funny thing. Like if you he go and look at Earl Reed highlights, that nigga used to hit niggas. Yeah, he, he was great in coverage. He was great in coverage. He was great in special teams he was great at a lot of things yeah. but he could play any system that's why for me he's the best safety ever but shout out ronnie lott he was og cornerback that became a safety hey man this is a we can talk about anything but this is mostly you know hip bob, bob you know Mm-mm. but we, but we had to talk about football because it's back and it's fun man it's a great sport but uh this is a weird transition, but uh, let's just go into it, because... <laughs>
1: oh, what, the Fuck Nigga Free Remix?
0: Nah, man, but oh. talk talk about it. Break it down.
1: I didn't hear it yet, but it sounds cool. It has Lotto on it. <laughs> Got my girl Lotto on there. Got JT, Whoa. supposedly. Supposedly, she disses Roddy Rich in it, which oh, is nice. cool. I like when female rappers diss male rappers.
0: Well, how come female rappers don't want to diss other female rappers? Because they like, need
1: to they need more sisterhood and they need to be friends because
0: but, but Nicki Minaj just dissed Meg the Stallion on her new re- she put out a remix as well. She's
1: fucking stupid and she's from that dumb Oh,
0: ass- why is she stupid? She's it's, old school, she wants to battle, she's a oh, hip hop. She's from
1: that dumbass era that didn't allow us to have a fucking Foxy Brown Lil Kim uh, collaborations. We missed out on that.
0: Man, nah, it's alright. We still got Lady Marmalade with Christina Aguilera. Nah,
1: we should have had more. Fox and we got tonight. Ladies
0: Night. That's we got Ladies Night.
1: And man, Nikki's trying to like be more inclusive and and have more female rappers on her shit. She should have been did that, but because the Barb's are so fucking um hypnotized by her, they still love anything she drops. Like you know, they look like. You think she that's why women. she
0: had the number one song in the country? Not because it's good.
1: Her fan base is top notch. No joke. They love everything she does. She can do no wrong, even when she drops something very whack. They don't challenge her to be better. Uh,
0: so on this Super Freaky Girl remix, she has Malibu Mitch, Bia, uh, JT, uh, Katie Got Bands, and Akvar V.
1: Yeah, Akbar V. Yeah. Yeah,
0: hey, salute. So, hey, hey. yeah.
1: Yeah, she's salute. trying now. But it's so funny how cardi got like her girls that she will do stuff with and nikki got like her little select few that like you know what i mean but it's <laughs> but it's just all stupid like that i just don't like and she's from south side Queens, so maybe beefing is in her blood <laughs> like because she's from where 50 cents from yeah
0: but all these that... are the, these are the lines that people believe is for meg the stallion she said um
1: didn't she work with meg though
0: yeah, on Hot Girl Summer, a floppy song. She she used Meg The Stallion to get on her campaign, and then they made a mid-song with Ty Dolla Sign and Juicy J. But it went platinum because you know the Barb's numbers. The Barb's yeah, but these are her lines for Meg The Stallion. These allegedly these bitches hungry. Guess I'm just greedier. These bitches ugly. My bitch is prettier, horseback riding. Yeah, because she's a stallion. I'd be like, giddy up. When I'm in your city, paint it red like graffiti up. And I ain't got to beg for sympathy from the media. Idiot. You know, bumba club. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, Meg The Stallion's been doing a lot of campaigning <laughs> because her numbers ain't been looking right. And, you know, her label issues. And, of course, Mickey Tory Laney. Yeah. Nikki did. I mean,
1: she was like the Tory lanes, that. you know stuff. Nikki did beg for sympathy from the media a few years ago. She was trying to pull out <laughs> the, the black woman card and saying that this person was like against me and this person was against me. And Nikki needs to chill because you know her people, <laughs> her family situation is <laughs> kind of funny.
0: Yeah, um, man, I wish I wish she didn't do that. I, I used to love her so much. She's like Azalea Banks. They're just I don't know.
1: But I like that she said all that bumblebees. Shout back. out
0: Azalea Banks, though, yeah. Yeah, she's from Trinidad and Tobago, but shout out Jamaica. Yeah,
1: but, uh, <laughs> yeah so I know you wanted to transition to a uh, Fuck Nigga Free remix so badly. So, but, I didn't.
0: Like, I never heard it either, But uh, and, and I didn't hear the Nicki remix either. But uh, salute to those sisters. Hey,
1: what but were I'm... you going to talk about before I interrupted you? Uzi, man. That's what you were going to transition to?
0: Yeah. Oh. How do you feel what he's doing now? Did you like his song with your Memphis sister Desto?
1: That was a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is she a part of uh, Realist friends? I don't know, but hey, kid, the producer made the beat. So, hey, remember I told you that was the one that I liked more. Who the Desto one? Remember I said I like the Desto one more. Than oh,
0: my... true. So she is in the crew. Okay, and
1: that's fun. no, I don't know. Is she in the crew?
0: You said you like her the most. She's the one that did the song with Uzi. So that means you didn't listen to the song with Uzi.
1: No, I listened to the song. I didn't watch the video. I was just saying out of the two Uzi songs that you sent me, I told you that I liked the Desto one more, not knowing that it was a Memphis producer and a Memphis artist. Yeah. So it was just a natural connection for me. Uh, As opposed to that. Oh, speech. so you didn't
0: like Uzi's DMV rap? <laughs> nah, that shit.
1: The beat was weird. It was like DMV EDM. It
0: is. yeah. Well, well, it never came out for a reason. So you, do you like the lyrics though? You I've you noticed like
1: that he's style? trying to not look that rock ish in the videos. He's trying to wear like <laughs> do rags and shit. I did like I was peeking at the videos when I was driving. He's been like trying to like wear do rags and like look like a regular black person. It's kind of interesting. but
0: in the but in the bank Taylor video, he has all his piercings in his face. So.
1: He still but did, isn't he still, like, rocking, like, fitted hats? Yeah,
0: yeah, he's wearing his Rockefeller chain and having fun and dancing. And You, you know. think
1: he's trying to win back Black people and, like, connect to the streets <laughs> like Roddy Ricch?
0: Yeah, yeah. another one. How about his song, The Ghetto Superstar? He got mustard and Southside to make a beat. Two superstar producers. Did you like the beat?
1: I forgot. No, the beat wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: what about the feature choices? Did you like boy, Go had
1: the best verse.
0: And who's the other one? Oh, G Herbo.
1: G Herbo he said- hasn't done a lot, hasn't done much that I've liked in a long time. Besides his um um B Love remix verse, he killed that shit.
0: Yeah, that was smooth. But uh, uh so you don't like Ghetto Superstar? Do you think no. Roddy is confused like Uzi, or is Uzi more on the right path? How do you feel about these brothers? Because they're both stars. Uzi, you could say, was a superstar, and he's in a weird place trying to find a next direction of his art. Roddy is too. How do you feel about their places right now?
1: Uzi's definitely one hundred percent on a better path than Roddy Ridge because Uzi okay. can just do so much more different shit. Like like the songs he did weren't bad. I like that he was kind of doing something different. Like the fact that he can do something different. Roddy basically just did like the same like club gangster song. Like I'm shooting a Draco out of a Bentley. Club song like that's the talk Yeah, song. and
0: that's and that's what he did on his part on DJ Khaled the first song he's on, the one he ain't bannin' bannin'. We had our party, it yeah, was not there. I don't want to hear him say that. Like you said it yourself, you like Roddy Rich balling when he's yeah. being ambitious and having fun. Mm-hmm. But hey, he doesn't want to do that anymore. I, I guess he wants to remind people he's a gangster. Shout out to that young man that's trying to leave the cribs, so I hope. You get
1: help. And um I um I, I like racks in the middle, gangster Roddy Rich.
0: Yeah, that was smooth, yeah.
1: And that person nice, that's some a nice hook. That person that's trying to leave the crib great the, hook.
0: That that might be a that's an instant classic hook. That hook is money.
1: I just stumbled across the picture I took with the person that's trying to leave the crips in 2016.
0: Oh yeah, forget that's your little brother. You put him on the set. Nah.
1: He should have been <laughs> tapped in with Big U a long time ago. That's all I know.
0: He Said he, I mean, he did an interview with him last year. That was too late, though.
1: Yeah, you're gonna do it after shit you're hot. <laughs> big. You e said, I ain't never even heard met this nigga before. <laughs> now, you want to come and hang? Like, how you gonna be repping? Well, set I want to hang. How you gonna rep a set that big and known and not tap in? Like, it's just weird, but I'm not because he's
0: because like he's from the south and you know the protocols different. God bless,
1: Nigga, you I go, you on the motherland, though. You got to tap in,
0: yeah. But hey. How do y'all feel out there about Uzi and Roddy Rich? Let us know. Hit me up on Twitter, D-O-Y-E-N, wave. I'm going to start tweeting eventually. Jamal, how about you? What's your social media? Where do you talk to people?
1: Uh, You can't see me. Oh. On... Hit me up on Instagram. That's number <laughs> eight. Number eight, I-G-H-T-B-A-L-L underscore M-A-A-L. Or you can fuck with me on Twitter. You know what I mean? Um, And that's at number number 8BALL underscore M-A-A-L. 8Ball Mall for both of them. Yeah, Yeah, let me know what you think about Roddy Rich and Uzi. Um, If you're actually a Roddy Rich fan, I might (laughs) laugh at you a little bit. But, you know, it's whatever. And Uzi, I don't think too many people is going to hit me up about that because grown men don't really listen to Uzi. I only know grown people.
0: Yeah, they don't. That's true. I be hearing them, but yes, my mm. youngsters. That nigga's
1: getting old now, and his fans are growing up. <laughs> oh, that's
0: why they're confused. Oh, well,
1: that's a bad position to be in, dog. Your fans growing up on you. That's like that little pump shit.
0: Uh, I wouldn't say, but that's the thing. Your fans growing up isn't bad if you can grow up yourself. I mean, there's been a lot of rappers that have been able to have long careers as their fan bases age, so
1: you can not grow up. Sonny, you can't grow up with the type of voice that he has and the shit he raps about.
0: Who, who's the kid? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, he can't mature up.
1: Even though I listened to New Paddock like seven times in a row the other day. I love that song.
0: Yeah, it's a great song. Too long, but hey, I like it. Shout I love out to it to long rap songs. He want, he really wanted a rap. That's what I think the kids don't like. That nigga wants to rap, <laughs> and the same thing as Roddy, he wants to rap, and they're like, no, sing,
1: be sad,
0: yeah, yeah. melancholy boys,
1: because we're losers. And we don't know how. The to same talk
0: thing happened to, happen to Cuddy. He tried to rap on Man on the Moon Three. Try to rap his trauma. Yeah, no, he don't really work. He
1: don't need to rap.
0: <laughs> Why not?
1: Because that's not what you do, you sing and rap. You're bone thugs and harmony, nigga.
0: but he wants to rap.
1: Now, that nigga want to be but you Kirk can say Kirk the man. same
0: thing. You can say the same thing, yeah. At one point, he's a different artist, he likes to expand. See, he's been able to quote unquote, I guess, maybe grow with some of his artists because he's expanded expand. his palette. I mean, yeah, his fans because he's expanded his palette so much. There's some people that like speeding bullet to heaven and passion pain, and demon slain he has a lot of stuff so hey man it's possible but hey it's hard to do when you still want to be platinum so hmm. all right now another song that i was interested in and i know you heard this one because we talked about it um you know baka not nice top Gun in ovo you know, recovering gangster put out a new song, "Body in a Face." I like it, and if you listen to the song, it sounds directly like Drake because Drake wrote it. You can tell. Baka's breakout song, "Live Out," uh, live up to my name. Drake wrote that as well. Uh, after that song came out, the references came out of Drake. You know, telling Baka, showing him how to perform the song. So it looks like Drake, he uses Baka from how I can tell, like that is his avatar to be a gangster. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you are a student of music history, you know Prince, arguably the greatest artist ever. One thing that he did was he used to produce, write, arrange, and make music by himself a whole album. And he would also do it for other artists. Like the time was like his black expression. Uh they eventually became Morris day in the time. But if you listen to their first two, three albums, that's all prints, even playing all the instruments, the background vocals, everything. Um, the same with Vanity Six and Apollonia Six. Seems like that's what uh Drake is doing. That Baca is his gangster avatar. I like the song. Me you said. You said uh, you felt like Drake should have kept that one?
1: Hell yeah. That was better than a lot of shit on
0: Certified.
1: <laughs> that makes me realize Drake got so much shit probably that we never heard that probably cranks.
0: Yeah, a lot of these artists do. Like, And, and Drake puts out music frequently. Like, I'm sure that's why I still pay attention to the leak culture. I know it's not the right thing to do because, yeah, these artists work so much they give us so much music. They work so hard to provide us, but sometimes we don't get everything. And sometimes people go and get it, and I need it because I'm a music junkie. That's why I pay attention to elite culture. I've been playing this Gunna song called Two Players so much recently. Mike Will made the beat. That joint's fire. I wish it came out the proper way, but I still got it. <laughs>
1: But um the Baca song was pretty cool. I didn't really notice the push a T supposed push a T disses, But um yeah,
0: they were talking about uh they were they were trying to find his concert but they couldn't find the address on time and he wanted to he wanted to go hard but uh he wanted to make a move but Drake told him to calm down, you know. That's Stuff not even like,
1: a good diss to say we didn't know where it was at. Is that saying like it wasn't big enough?
0: Yeah, like it wasn't at no big venue like we know where the people from out of town come and perform when they come, but hey, we don't know where you was at. You know, yeah, it's a nice disc, subtle. You know, it's a Drake disc. It's, it's layered.
1: But I like but the I, song, though. It's not yeah, bad.
0: I like the song. I like it, too. But um, what else came out? It's
1: unfortunate that we found out that Drake uh, wrote. Uh, trapping in the rain. That's not fair because now anything Baka puts out, I don't think it's gonna. Be, <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not gonna be received well.
0: Isn't that crazy that Drake was saying that?
1: What? Oh, that gangster the, stuff.
0: Yeah, the live up to my name. That's good though, right? It shows. Hey, he is a mob. He has the mob boss persona, and it shows you he's been working on it.
1: I think he should just do it. And at this point, in his career, he, nobody can bother him. You don't need to use Baka to be a gangster. Be a gangster. Yeah. Even if you do wear um, very white hair.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the best time to be a gangster rapper if you ask me.
1: Me, me too. Looking like Ice-T.
0: Yeah, man. But uh, one guy that put out music recently, and he's a good friend of Drake. He's also a Canadian. He actually mentioned that him and Drake had a song for his album that came out recently called Demons Protected by Angels and he said that the reason why he didn't put the song with Drake on his album because he felt like it wasn't up to par.
1: I thought he said and it would overshadow it.
0: Not yeah, he said he felt like it wasn't up to par, and then the bad Drake feature would have overshadowed the album. Like oh man, he got a Drake feature and it wasn't even a tight song.
1: Hold on, let <laughs> me tell you this. I just skimmed through the album a little bit. I heard the intro. When I heard the intro, I said, Man, this this kind of a I feel like I might like this album. This reminds me of some Don Tolliver type of shit. I hope he's on the album. I looked down and I saw that there's a Don Tolliver future song.
0: Yeah, that joint goes. This album is a good album.
1: I'm Nav, excited for this album, actually. his,
0: uh, You know, Nav is a guy that some people don't like. I, I understand. They don't want to hear an Indian man from Canada making this type of music. I get it. You know, there's a hater and everything. I,
1: but... vo- I think it's just the voice sometimes. I don't think it has The high oh, voice? I don't think it has nothing, to do, him... it has nothing to do with him being Indian and wearing... Ah,
0: nah, that's exactly what it is. But it, I think
1: it's his glasses more than him being... Uh, it's not glasses. see his haircut he, and his glasses?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Foreigner.
0: That's what it is.
1: And his voice and me. Ain't me. It's just like, come on, son.
0: But you like... You like rappers with high voices before in the
1: past, but the way he does his thing, it's a <laughs> I need it. Uh, need it. anyways, I think this album's gonna be pretty good. I'm excited to hear it. Actually. Yeah, the album because is solid, of, but because of Don Tolliver, Don Tolliver, I feel like it helped him out for me.
0: I mean, on his, I don't know what album it was. Was it the last album he put out? An album, I think it was the last album. Yeah, Good Intentions had yeah song with don toliver recap that joins hard cardo made the beat with wow. des right that was one of my favorite songs on the album uh yeah that last album was pretty good no debate with thug was fire my business with future future blacked out um codeine with gunner was smooth run it up with pop smoke see he's another guy he has good friends people like him
1: and he's better he's than nice. french montana doing it
0: <laughs> yeah he makes better music but uh I think you'll like his album. I played it a few times last, uh, yesterday. I was kicking it. Shout out Anthony. We was out. And shout out Jeff Berto. We was all out on the pitch. Nice afternoon run playing the album. We was playing it earlier.
1: We were playing
0: soccer? Yeah, I was on the pitch a little bit. Little one twos. Yeah.
1: You don't know how to play soccer.
0: Oh, I do. I'm an immigrant, man. I'm better than you. Shout out to immigrants, man. Bet you
1: I'm better than you. Yeah, you're not, though. All right, we'll see. Nigga, I got cleats and shorts. Nigga, I got soccer cleats and shorts, nigga.
0: That doesn't mean anything. You use those cleats nothing. for football.
1: No, I don't. I use my Adidas Predator soccer cleats and my Umbro uh, shorts My Umbro shorts for soccer.
0: You're a footballer. All right, Aren't we'll you see. playing in the 7-on-7 seven seven team this year?
1: No, no. Why That's not? Because I'm too old for that. <laughs> I'm not about to fuck myself up. Hey. All I do but, is lift to look good. I don't do it. And to beat people up, I don't do it for sports.
0: You don't want to play in sports anymore. You were playing basketball, right?
1: Yeah, and I saw somebody t- uh, <laughs> rupture their Achilles. Well, Whoa, and that got you out of there. Yeah, Josh ruptured his Achilles in that. Uh, I don't have time man. for that. I'm out of here. And nigga, I got fucking punched in the face, basically. Because <laughs> you know I play like Tony Island, so I was in the um, I was in the block boxing <laughs> this big nigga out. And his hand swung and basically hit me in my mouth. And I was like, "God damn, I haven't been hit in the face in a long time." My mouth is bleeding. I was like, "Yeah, I'm out of here. This shit's contact sport."
0: That's next. Are you excited about? So you you're never playing sports again.
1: Uh, I play. Soccer. <laughs> is that what
0: you're saying?
1: I play soccer because
0: it's not as physical.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I got moves. I have a move that I use, and I But I mean,
0: Derek got hurt. <laughs> hey, because we get hurt too.
1: I got a move though that I use. I just want to see if it still works. I remember, oh this lord, is... no, for real, I got a move. <laughs> I literally, I literally have a move that Derek literally could not stop. Literally, but uh,
0: that's on. Derek though.
1: Literally, 10 times in a no row. No
0: disrespect, uh, no,
1: it was 10 times in a row. I literally got him over and, and over, and it's Derek. You make it I'm seem
0: a... like. Yeah, I mean, well, am I supposed to rate that?
1: And I'm a turnaround nigga in soccer. I, I play with my oh. back to niggas, like how Kobe plays. That's how I play soccer. So you can't Boy, get the you ball. Be try-
0: Dan, you be trying to post up, young brothers. That's just what's turn
1: around so you can't get the ball, and then I do little shit, and the niggas go the wrong way, and I turn around. That's and crazy.
0: You really trying to make it, Derek, seem like he was supposed to be somebody I rated soccer, man. I seen him.
1: He's probably he he thinks he's better than you.
0: I mean, I've seen him play. I see he's not play. better
1: than Anthony though.
0: No, he's not. Anthony's pretty good. He's been getting better. I seen uh him play the other day. You know, I'm coaching, man. So I'm being out there scouting, seeing what's going on. Derek, he has good work rate. I mean, he tries his best, but you know, man, he's not good. He's all right. I mean, that's the thing. In these leagues, they play eight on eight, so seven people on the field. So Mostly he plays in the defense and he tries to make runs. Like he's not terrible. He's like he's better than the other people that were playing. So that's why I can't disrespect him because he wasn't bad. You compared said he's known
1: to, for defense? Huh? You said he's known for defense.
0: No, nah, I said he was playing in the in defense in the back line. Oh. <laughs> yeah, cuz whoa, well, he said he's known. No, nah. Nah, that's <laughs> where they that's where they put players, you know. You have three I, different lines. I've crossed him defense. up 10
1: times in a row. Yeah. Literally. I'm, no, I'm telling you. Like, I'm not surprised. You can't even deny it. I'm even deny
0: it. Su- yeah, I'm not surprised.
1: Hey, don't That's play what I'm me.
0: saying.
1: Don't play with me on the pitch, yeah. man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come out there before I get cold.
0: Hey, man. Shout out to Anthony. His new league season starts on Monday. He's right back at it. But yeah, man, let's switch it up. Let's go back to the other
1: football real quick. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait.
0: <laughs> nah, go ahead.
1: Back to Nav. I'm actually pretty kind of excited. Oh,
0: I forgot yeah. about
1: that. Kind of pretty excited to li- listen to this album. The features seem cool. Was Lil Baby on the Travis Scott song? Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't. I just feel like that song wasn't all that, was it?
0: Yeah, it flopped. It was supposed yeah. to be a, a hit, a smash. But Did Travis do his thing? And, eh, that song is just forgettable. The beat's dry. It's boring.
1: Something's it's boring going on with Travis. Travis. He's been picking some weird beats lately.
0: I mean, I don't know. I um. don't really... I don't know if a song... I don't know how the song was made. Was it something that Nav had and he asked them to get on it? Is it a song Travis had and said, hey, I'm not putting out anything yet. Do you want it, Nav? And Nav said, okay, then they got a little baby. I don't know how they made it. All I know is... It's I know for a fact that they were not in the same place at the same time, making it together. So hey, when but you're yeah, making pretty, that type of rap, hey, it's hit or miss.
1: He has a little dirt that seems like it's gonna be cool. Bryson Tiller ones I'm and Babyface Ray is on it.
0: Yeah, Nav uh, albums hope- always have good features, but I know you never really rated him. So it's nice. You're finally giving him a chance.
1: I just hope it's not too repetitive and like, yeah. you know, but the fact hey, that he's not Don Tolliver, is this Don Tolliver and future's first time on a song together? Yeah. That's, that's a dream come true for me. Cause I'm, if you haven't noticed yet, I'm a big Don Tolliver fan. He's one of my top five favorite artists of the last few years.
0: That's what's up.
1: Fuck him. Cool. I And I played crossfaded at this pool party. Um, last weekend, and these two pretty twins got really excited, and they were, like, looking at me and pointing at me and, like, telling me, like, hey, I didn't expect you to play this. This is our shit. So that shit was tight. That's what's up. And twins. So what were you about to talk about?
0: Quarterbacking. Hmm. The Ringer, they have their list of, you know, best quarterbacks headed into 2022 season, and I was more interested in the criteria they use. You know, they try to build a system and they rated the person out of, I guess, 100 or 99. And then it's what, six categories and you divide it by six and you get your score, which is fair. You know, it's not as biased and I think it was cool. So I just wanted to look at the criteria real quick. That's it. It's accuracy, arm talent, creativity, decision-making, pocket presence, and preset, pre-snap read. So that's cool. I respect that.
1: Yeah, that's do very you, dope.
0: Do you think that when people make lists, they should have their criteria present like this? Yes. And why so? Can you expand on why you think it's important? Because I think they should too.
1: Um, Because obviously it's just more specific um than just saying he's better than him and then trying to explain it it's nice to see that they put accuracy in there arm talent that's a big thing you know what i mean because some people have better arm talent than others but they might not be as accurate some people might be more accurate and have better arm talent but they're not that creative yeah. some people might not have good decision making pocket presence pre-snap like it's just like i like once again i'm sure you probably wish they could do this because you get mad about football having cool shit and basketball. Not, it'll be dope if they did this for basketball players too.
0: Yeah. Break down why, you know, why you think they're the best because it's too slanted because that's the thing. A lot of times we're programmed into believing things, but we don't know why. Like every, everybody says like, this was a great conversation that I had in our, uh, one of our fantasy football league chats that, you know, we were talking about defense because London Fletcher versus Ray Lewis, what's the difference? The difference is the media was behind one guy because he was more exciting as a personality and played on a better defense while the other guy was a soft-spoken quiet guy. But if you look at their numbers statistically, even the year 2000 when the Ravens won the Super Bowl, Ray Lewis and London Fletcher's stats are very similar, even though one guy played on a historically great defense and one guy didn't. And that's what, you know, I was trying to get into. Maybe I didn't do it correctly. Like why I think stats in other sports aren't as relevant because in football, because it's so much of a team sport, it's hard to say someone's impact because there's so much context that's needed like oh what defense did you play and oh that's why you got to have more sacks or more picks or de whoop like when people say Deion Sanders is the greatest cornerback ever they never say numbers (laughs) they just say it's him
1: hey but what about did London Fletcher have an impact interception that he took to the house like in the playoffs like Ray Lewis did
0: yes I'm saying he has no he doesn't have a cool highlight but that's the difference in the playoffs but that's my yeah but that's my point in the playoffs ray lewis he was deemed as the focal point because he played on a team that the offense wasn't that great ever there was always yeah. just good enough While that's London, another thing yeah but that's what i'm saying
1: and he took yeah. that that team won the super bowl without marshall Faulk, tory Holt, isaac bruce and kurt warner
0: yeah and my thing is if you just look at the statistics if you put London Fletcher on that defense, who's to say he can't do the same thing? That's one statistic that they have in baseball. which he might is not the get that pick, It's caught, But that's the thing. If you look at career interceptions, I think he has more picks or just a mile, Uh, Let me see.
1: He might not have gotten that pick that Ray Lewis got on Eddie George and took to the house.
0: I don't know. That's why I say there, if you let me finish, there's a stat in baseball. I don't think they have it in football. It's called wins above replacement. It's a stat that shows how impactful you are to your team. And if I replaced you with any other person, what would the difference be? They have that in baseball. They have it in basketball, too. I don't think they have it in football, but that's a stat that directly shows that, hey, if you sub me out for this person, what is the impact on the team? So there are stats out there, but you know, in football, because it's not the same stat driven there is no advanced analytics that we see in war like we see like who ran the fastest miles per hour that's all they want to show me (laughs) because like they are advanced analytical stats like dvoa and those type of things but that's more about team defense not individual like when pro football focus does their individual rankings that they show on sunday night football i don't know the formula that they use to concoct it but hey i respect it but this kind of all ties into media, man. I I know you don't really like sports media. Me neither. But uh, talk about hey, your discrepancies. You're not
1: going to tell, tell me what you think of the list, at least? The quarterback list?
0: Nah, I don't care. It's about the criteria. That's what I cared about.
1: They yeah. give all the black players high creativity.
0: Because um. <laughs> they're hip-hop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Besides um, Dak Prescott, he didn't get that much creativity. Yeah,
0: because he's not hip-hop.
1: he's not
0: hip-hop yeah Josh Allen is a hip-hop guy that's why he got in trouble for saying the n-word so much as a kid he's (laughs)
1: hip-hop saying the n words. so much they gave Lamar Jackson a 120 in creative
0: yeah he is he's the
1: ultimate yeah that's funny as shit Matt Ryan got 80 for creative
0: (laughs) yeah relaxed
1: and then Derek Carr got 69 I feel like he's a little bit more Mm,
0: he's relaxed yeah
1: well damn because they're (laughs) hip-hop
0: yeah that's why
1: and jamis got um 75 for decision making yeah well (laughs) oh yeah but yeah anyway
0: (laughs) yeah mac joe's got 80 so i mean hey god bless but yeah i was gonna say um the media before we go you have issues with the media i have issues with the media but it's for different reasons
1: you are the media
0: yeah but my issues with the media is that they take themselves too seriously, like Stephen A. Smith, that he thinks he can run for the presidency. Like, what's that, wrong with you? Is what's that real? Yeah, he thinks he You know he's about to have a podcast now that he talks about politics and other stuff. He yeah, thinks they,
1: he They he, all wanna leave. Like Jamel Hill, they all don't want to get stuck in sports for some reason.
0: Yeah, because it's not that fun working for ESPN, maybe. I don't know. But another thing, Stephen A., I respect him. He is probably number two all time. Number one of sports media people is Skip. But number two is probably Stephen A., for sure. But this is one thing that is interesting with Stephen A. You notice with first take, he got rid of Max Kellerman, a smart brother, and he replaced him. All he wants to do is talk to former athletes. You know who he's afraid of? And I noticed that. Because Skip used to be afraid of him. He pulled up once and cooked Skip and Skip got him out of there.
1: T.O.? Nah. Uh, hold on, let me guess one more time. Hold on. Not go. a
0: former athlete.
1: Oh, not a former athlete.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, he's scared of Omani.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to work with that boy. He's too smart. That's why I be watching Steve A. Like, I don't want to hear him yell with Mad Dog. Like, I haven't watched an episode of First Take in a long time. Me neither.
1: I Mad don't Dog, watch none so, of that. I, I thought <laughs> Mad Dog was cooler because like, he's supposed to be like a legend and shit.
0: <laughs> he's old school, man.
1: He sucks. Why does he suck? He's just an old New York white man.
0: <laughs> what did you think he was going to give? Old
1: you? New York white man point of views. He just, like, just loves the Yankees and shit. Nobody wants to hear that shit.
0: <laughs> and Bob Cousy, salute. But uh, what's your problem with sports? I like Swagoo,
1: though. Swaggoo's cool.
0: Yeah,
1: he's cool. And um, Kendrick Perkins is grown on me.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's all right. Mm. But Stephen A., I think he's just burnt out. Like, they said he was talking about how one team would score more points, but the other team would still win. Like, he just be saying geeky stuff. I don't know. He's not a football guy. That's the problem, too. Football is America's most popular sport, and he's not knowledgeable about the sport, so he looks lost. That's why the thing that he has to do is become this character of hating on the Cowboys because he doesn't really have the knowledge to talk about football. And basketball isn't popular enough to dominate the show. That's his real expertise.
1: I'm scared that he's been saying good things about some people that I have on my fantasy team. You know when Stephen A. Smith says (laughs) good things about something, it goes the opposite direction. So
0: I mean, he's just reading what somebody's telling him. They have people feeding them information. He loses
1: super bowl picks and finals picks like almost every year
0: yeah i used to think colin cowherd was one of the most articulate and well-thought sports minds ever and then i found out he had writers so salute i mean a lot of that
1: highly of colin cowherd
0: yeah because his takes are crazy his takes are next that's why he can do a tv show by himself for four hours
1: with cute-ass joy with him
0: yeah and before joy he had somebody else like he's but he's always been like even I remember as a kid when I used to listen to ESPN radio, my mom would let me listen to his show because he was smart. He said smart stuff. He made you think about things differently. Then I found out he had ghostwriters. So
1: I like Colin Call show. Yeah,
0: he's good. But uh you said you wanted to break down the top five media people in sports.
1: Well, did you want me to tell you my beef with the media first? Or you wanted yeah, to Yeah,
0: break down because I didn't I didn't even go as in, in my media with sports but go ahead i'll circle back go ahead
1: i just think that they're just too fucking dramatic and they're always just like um oh like if trey lance doesn't work out uh, it's gonna be the 49ers are in trouble like oh my goodness as if the 49ers haven't gone through years of not having that good of a quarterback and still made it to the super bowl like shut up they're still gonna make a lot of money They're going to be around in 50 years. They're not going to fucking be in trouble. It's just a bad decision. And they might not be good for a few years, but they're going to come back. Like, why y'all trying to trick me and act like this shit? Like, like I haven't seen the 49ers my whole life. Like, I just don't like- It's
0: not to trick you. It's to raise the stakes, to make you care, to make you watch so that they make more money. That's all it is. Once you invent a 24-hour news cycle and you have programming that needs (laughs) content- All day, you have to create shit. That's literally it. And that's why I say sports, the reason why it sucks is that they take themselves too seriously. It's just sports, like you said. It's not life or death if Trey Lance flops. Nigga, they'll get another quarterback. And And if Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch get fired, they'll get another job. They'll be all right. But they have to intensify the content to make people care. You're a knowledgeable sports fan. You've been watching sports your whole life. So that's why you're tired of that type of talk. And it makes sense. I don't like sports media because, like I said, they take themselves too seriously. Yeah, it is not life or death. And a lot of these games, it's like, "Ah." (laughs) I just like what I like. I don't need you to sell me on the Cowboys and LeBron James, like, all this conversation about who's the goat has made basketball conversations whack. Oh, say, my beloved friend, this guy has an illness. He has bronchitis. Every time we want to talk about basketball, he has to bring up LeBron James. Like he's been programmed to think, Oh, I gotta defend my hubby. Get out of here. Like my that's, hubby. That's what sports media has done. It's made it like, oh, my man's the best. No, my man's the best. Like, what my is this?
1: My dad can beat your dad.
0: That's all it is. Like, and it's nasty. Like, and the reason why I noticed this is because uh it started with Shannon Sharp where he will say, My guy did this, my guy the one that was born December 30th, 1984 in Akron, Ohio. I'm like, whoa, is he, is he Jesus? That's, Damn, it's, they know his it's too Yeah, it's too much groupy behavior going on in sports media, man. It's nasty. And,
1: and I'm sick of And just to almost go against yeah. what you just said, I'm tired of that LeBron is the GOAT. Bullshit. He's not better than Michael. He's not great. Hey, man,
0: that's their opinion. They have a right to their opinion. He played a
1: long time and lost a lot and didn't get 10 scoring titles and didn't get a defensive player of the year award. Jordan has a fucking defensive player of the year award, 10 scoring titles. Hey, all that shit in less time. Like, I want to hear about all that bullshit about LeBron playing for 20 years and only having four rings. Like, no defensive
0: player of the year. But they'll say, hey, LeBron played in a harder era. But I'm not trying to do this debate. He did play in the heart of air. <laughs> he, he went against super teams. Michael Jordan didn't have to go against no super team. Well, he kind of did. And the super team, he would get swept in the first round. So, hey, yeah, he went against the Celtics super team with Larry Bird, Bill Walton, Dennis Johnson, Mikhail, Walton. And, yeah, he got swept. So is, that's why people will say, hey, is it better to get swept in the finals or the first round? why knock down lebron for going to the finals consistently hey so i understand it that's why i don't have a problem with it but hey that's another debate for another day but
1: and he sport, don't got shoes that are as tight as jordan and that's jordan not got his dunk fault contest. and jordan got dunk contest like he like there's nothing uh, wrong with jordan uh, being what does that have league. to do with who's a better
0: player? That's I'm all that has to do with sneakers. With yes, it has. We're no. talking about
1: greatness in the sport of basketball. Jordan has the shoes. No, it has the that, has that, that has nothing. That has nothing to do with it's basketball. Done. It's, it's all about basketball. Nah, you have cool dunks. Nah, nah. You put on shows, basketball shows.
0: Nah, that doesn't have anything. Yeah, it any does. The
1: whole yeah. complete package: shoes, dunk contests, wearing gold chains, fucking ten scoring titles, defensive player of the year. Space Jam, all that shit. He's greater. LeBron can be next. He hey set man. the standard.
0: Yeah. And then LeBron changed the standard by having the longest dominant career ever. He changed no the... cool shoes. Yeah. That has nothing to do with how good of a basketball player. Yes, play it you does. Are. You're so good it of doesn't. a basketball
1: player that your shoes become a part of fashion outside of basketball. You made basketball shoes become a part of fashion. That's how good you are.
0: Yeah, but that's also because of the designers. It doesn't matter how good of an athlete you are if the designers suck. There's a lot of revolutionary athletes that don't have classic sneakers because the designers suck. That doesn't mean because they weren't good. Michael Vick should have changed football culture with his sneakers, but they were trash. No they one cares that about trash. them. They, they weren't were that weak. Trash. They were
1: they weren't weak. weak. They weren't weak, but they weren't they that because were they're football yeah, shoes. They were
0: ugly. But you can't wear
1: cleats and look tight in the real world. They're,
0: but they've designed cleats after sneakers now.
1: So Randy, they Moss made, Jordans, Randy Moss's Jordans were tight.
0: Yeah, they, they they can design cleats after sneakers. That's what they do. But they couldn't do it because designers suck. It has nothing to do with the athlete. But that's weird. Whatever. That was hilarious. But yeah, sports. I like. I don't even watch as much people anymore. The only sports show that I like to check out is the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gatz. That's about it. I don't be listening to nobody else. I
1: like Max and Keyshawn and Jay.
0: Word, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I don't I don't see no ESPN, uh, no FS1.
1: But I only watch uh, the clips on YouTube.
0: Yeah, sure. Nobody watches or listens to the whole thing of anything. But yeah, I just yeah. listen to the Dan Levitard show. Because, yeah, they know that sports is supposed to be games and they don't take themselves too seriously. They have a lot of fun. That shit is hilarious, bro. It's like a comedy show about sports, basically.
1: I check out Skip and Shannon when they're not talking about LeBron or the Cowboys. And if they're talking about, like, Lord oh. Jackson or something, I don't want to hear about no fucking Cowboys. That's something I do not ever look at. Anything that has anything to do with the Cowboys, I'm never looking.
0: So, what's your top five sports media people you want to do it all time or right now? I
1: want you to do it because you're a sports person.
0: You mean all time or right now, like sports TV media people?
1: But yeah, like all time. Like, would you put Stuart Scott in there? Or would you put um, Michael Wilbon in there, or like you I mean, know, it's, maybe uh... maybe you might know some old nigga from the '70s or some shit or the '80s? I don't
0: know. I mean, I guess if I had to do. Uh... Cause it's all different jobs. Like Stuart Scott was an anchor. It's hard to compare what an anchor does to an analyst. So he's more of a host. Right. So I'm going to just do hot take niggas analysts based on that. uh, Number one skip because his hatred for LeBron Ramon James senior has been amazing. Calling Chris Bosch, Bosch spice to his face. Telling Dwight Howard, you look like Tarzan, but but play like Jane. Being a groupie for one of the biggest underachievers in American sports, he's a, he's amazing, bro.
1: Underachievers, uh, who Tim T. Yeah, the
0: Cowboys.
1: Oh, uh, um, and and he said, called Kyle Bowler. Kyle, I should have been a bowler.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's great with his disrespect. Uh, number two has to be Stephen A. because he's been a hilarious man. Kwame Brown still pissed, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's calmed down now. He's like, he used to be tight. I met Stephen A in the 2000s. Wow, that guy was transcendent. In the late 2000s, Stephen A, and then when he came back to ESPN, see the best Stephen A is Stephen A on the radio. He was too elite. That's the best Stephen A. TV Stephen A is dope. Now, you know, he's a shell of himself. He, I mean, even Skip, they're all caricatures now. But yeah, Stephen A, number two. Look up, if you ever want to laugh, guys out there type in Stephen a smith uh stefan marbury oh man one of the best radio segments ever man <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but
1: number
0: three um dang i don't know yeah that's what i'm saying it's like not jim uh, Rome. jim romans berman i mean he's the og he he might have invented the hot tape why was he burning i think he had hot takes that's why and he called Chris, he called Jim Everett, Chris Everett, to his face, <laughs> had to Get Furniture Moving. Uh, he he asked D- David Stern hard questions, and David Stern would ask him about his wife because he had domestic violence Damn. issues. So yeah, so yeah. You're right. Jim Rome is up there. He was, he was hot. Jim Rome is burning. He's still doing CBS radio. So yeah, you're right. He might be number three.
1: What about Rich Eisen or the other? Nah, he's more
0: of a host. Rich Eisen, nah.
1: But We're I'm just saying, just, okay, th- I guess you, you want to make it. Right. I'm
0: just talking about hot tech niggas. But Analyze. I'm, Analyze. I'm, but I don't care host, about a nah. Oh, yes, host, Charles like, Barkley. Why How'd I forget Charles? Yeah, Charles Barkley is definitely top five. Well, uh, he's, Chris Berman. Eh, he's a host. Uh, what's it called? We can do, that's another, next week we can do that. Host what about host? the baseball
1: dude that has a show, the white guy? He's like a legend. He does baseball shit. He has his own show for like Dan Patrick or some shit.
0: He's not a baseball guy. He was a sports center anchor.
1: Does he have his own show?
0: Yeah, he has his show.
1: Isn't it's he cool. like a legend?
0: Yeah, he is a legend. But eh. damn, I'm talking about hot take niggas, man. Uh, yeah, or people that give it. yeah. So number well, if I put Charles Barkley because he is up there, he might be. He's number one for real. He's hilarious. Charles Barkley, number one. Skip, two. Stephen, A, three. Uh, Jim Rome is on the periphery. Who else is up there? Colin Nick Cowherd. Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Colin Cowherd is definitely up there. Um, I would give it to him. Jim Rome, he might be on the outside looking in. I'll put Colin Cowherd. He can be number four. And then who's number five? Uh... So I just wanted
1: to be sports media people in general, and you only want to do hot take people.
0: Yeah, because to talk about hosts, then Ernie's up there in the top five because he has to control yeah. inside the NBA the greatest. i the greatest
1: sports niggas who talk about sports.
0: He doesn't talk about sports. He asks them to talk about sports.
1: He That's the difference. Too.
0: He doesn't really say he what this bitch ass white boy. He don't. He doesn't say anything. He, he asks the experts. Yeah, because he was talking about uh what. <laughs> Montres Harrell called Luca Dunsch. This, this bitch ass white boy. This
1: <laughs> bitch ass white boy. Amen. Rich. Yeah, Eisen that's the
0: thing. That's the thing, though. They don't. Well, Rich Eisen he has a podcast, but I don't listen to that.
1: He's a legend. Uh,
0: the only time I ever saw him, he was asking niggas about what do they think. That's their show. Stuart Scott. He was giving you Sports Center highlights. That was Bob cool. Costas,
1: Bob Costas, Brian Gumble, and them.
0: Yeah, they're broadcasters.
1: What about the one on? Uh, HBO, the Gumble on HBO.
0: Yeah, what about him?
1: What's his name again?
0: Bryant, I think. There's another I think one. He, he,
1: has he has a Bryant brother. Gumbel. He has a brother. I
0: don't know, man.
1: You don't know I mean that he brothers. has
0: a brother? Yeah, I know. I don't. I just don't care about them. That's what I'm saying. Damn. That's not who I cared about.
1: You used to like those kind of people.
0: Nah, I, I'm a hot take boy. I'm a journalist. I cared about the other writers. Stephen A is a writer. Skip Bayless was a writer. Mike Wilborn writers. Tony Mm. Kornheiser that's who I cared about the writers I don't care about the other stuff true that's Jason Whitlock a writer Bill Simmons used to be a writer that's who I cared about yeah Yeah. I didn't care about I didn't care about no Rich Eisen (laughs) shout out the Larry or
1: Bob Costas
0: yeah I didn't care about those boys shout out the Larry Michaels sports machine great classic if you're from the DC metropolitan area you grew up watching in the 80s, 90s, Larry Michael's Sports Machine. You know real sports. Hmm. Baby, yeah, so I don't care about the other people. Can you just like, diminish yeah.
1: sports Who's media sick? people?
0: What? Yeah, it is about the writers. Shout out to the writers. Bamani Jones, he came up as a writer. Pablo Torre, Mina Kimes. Those are a lot of the best people in media. The yeah, shout writers. out to Mina Kimes.
1: Mina Kimes is a go
0: Shout out Woody Page. All those people are the Around the Horn. That's what Around the Horn was. All journalists. J.A. Adande. That's who I cared about. Who was that right white
1: lady there. on Around the Horn? Uh,
0: I don't know. Was it Jackie McMullen? She's okay. in the Basketball Hall of Fame for her journalism. I liked
1: Around the Horn. They had some Shout cool. out
0: Bob Ryan.
1: Israel Gutierrez.
0: Yeah, he's. I think he's more of a broadcaster guy. Uh-huh. Sideline reporter, homie. Yeah. But yeah, man, shout out to everybody in media. Dan, you thought I cared about everybody. <laughs> just the people that I was trying to. I know you're a huge fan as. of
1: Tom Jackson.
0: I wouldn't say a huge fan. I like Chris Berman more because of his swag. Like Chris Berman, Stuart Scott, they had swag.
1: Yeah, Tom Jackson didn't have no swag.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he just, hey, you used to play. Give us your take. That's what he's there for. Because they don't respect, you know, people like us that didn't play the game as pros. And I understand that. I respect that. I would rather listen to Michael Irvin talk about football than me, too.
1: And James <laughs> Brown. What's his name? James Brown or James Brown? He didn't have that much swag either.
0: James Brown. Yeah, that nigga don't got no swag.
1: He got but more that, than Tom Jackson, though.
0: <laughs> because he's a host. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're only supposed to do certain stuff. You're supposed to be subtle. If the difference is like when Stuart Scott was a host, he wasn't doing all that. He was doing his job. That's why I said you can't compare. It's different roles. Stuart Scott, when he was hosting during the NBA finals, was not the Stuart Scott at Sports Center. That's why I said, how can I compare that to like Charles Barkley? Like even Ernie Johnson, he doesn't give no takes. He just listens to them because they're the experts. He just helps helps them. He just helps to moderate the conversation. That's it. Hey, man, I hope y'all out there stay blessed. Pay attention to the media. Don't get pro brand. Got any last words, Jamal?
1: It's football, bitches.
0: Haha. <laughs> chop suit convos. We out. Chopper Pigskin. Style. Top chop.
1: Top Pig... of style.
0: skin season. We out.